I'm Carly Fleischer of Kicks by Carly, and you're listening to Pro Lacrosse Talk. On driver. Snyder with scores! Now it's Bucknell scores! Hands off for Rabel, switches hands and scores! Kylie O'Miller showing off those shifty skills. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson! Welcome to Pro Lacrosse Talk, the voice of Pro Lacrosse. I'm Hunton, he's Adam, together we're bringing you interviews with your favorite players and coaches, as well as news from all four professional lacrosse leagues. Today we have another guest in our creator series, Carly Fleischer, the owner of Kicks by Carly, a company that specializes in creating custom gear for professional athletes. Carly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, no, I know we've been talking about uh, getting you on and, and doing an interview and then as well as doing an article just on how you got your business started. Uh, but yeah, let's go all the way back to you know your, your high school days. You grew up on Long Island in the town of Cold Spring Harbor, home to the likes of lacrosse players like Jay Jalbert and Adam Gittleman. Uh, and then you attended Syracuse and majored in sports management, where you immediately started Kicks by Carly. How did your business originate, though, and what gave you the impetus to start? Yeah, I actually started Kicks by Carly the first month of my freshman year, so it was September of 2014. And I really started off, like, hand-painting van sneakers when those were, like, the big trend. And I would put – I started off doing my own pair, so I did, like, all different sports teams and stuff that I like on it. And then literally as soon as I walked out of my dorm room – People were asking for pairs, and people wanted, like, tailgate theme pairs and all different things and just kind of putting different things on them that were trendy at the time. And then from there, I kind of eventually started making, like, custom tailgate apparel and college clothing. I made a bunch of different designs for a bunch of, like, big spirited schools, and a lot of those designs are actually officially licensed and sold on a bunch of different college campuses. So that's kind of how I got my start with that. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know about the licensing. That's that's pretty cool. How did you make that connection with the universities? Did people just reach out to you, or did you you know kind of do the groundwork yourself? Yeah, it was kind of a combination of people reaching out to me as well as working with a bunch of my professors who had a lot of expertise in the industry and were able to help me with that type of stuff. Awesome. That's great. And then, you know, you connected with a lot of athletes. I know – you know, you particularly had a lot of friends who played lacrosse, both, you know, in high school and in college. Um, and you were an athlete yourself, you know, you did uh, track and field in high school. How do you think being an athlete yourself kind of helped you connect with other athletes? I definitely think it's kind of a mindset thing. Like, I was always super competitive, and I also played soccer as well, so I, like, understand the team side of things. But I think even doing track and field, I was a pole vaulter, so it's kind of a big competition just with yourself it's not like you have anybody else to depend on like oh we just didn't make the plays that we needed to we weren't aggressive enough like it all falls on you mm-hmm. so especially things like that I feel like it's a lot of mindset and being able to think differently and kind of adapt and make changes where necessary I'm sure too like starting your own business took a lot of you know that athletic mind in you know being a self-starter and you know putting in the work so I'm sure that was probably you know something that you probably take pride in Definitely. And I mean, growing up, I was always like putting the extra work in off the field or whatever, all that type of stuff. And trust me, like, I'm not going to say I didn't go out and party a lot at Syracuse. I obviously did, but it was, I guess, all of the time spent like outside of that and like staying up till three, four in the morning, just working on things and making sure my website looks good or creating new designs and different stuff like that. And that's kind of still how I go about my days. Like there are days or weeks that I get like two hours of sleep a night because mm-hmm. I'm just up all night working on gloves and I don't stop until things are perfect or until I really like the way that they turn out. So that's definitely like a big aspect of it too. 
Yeah, well, you know, it's important to have a, that strong dedication to your craft, and it's obviously, you know, brought you a lot of success as well. Um, and, you know, you incorporate a lot of airbrush in your designs, but you actually told me that you didn't learn airbrush until about last year. Um, what got you interested in learning that technique, and how have you really perfected your art over the time? Yeah, I really, I start, I took one airbrush lesson in the fall of 2018. So I kind of wanted to get started because I watched a lot of YouTube videos of guys who do, like, custom painted cleats for NFL players, like a lot of the stuff for, like, my cause, my cleats, and things along those lines. And I was always so interested in it. So I watched a ton of YouTube videos, and then I told my dad, I was like, I got to take the lesson. We got to get an airbrush, and I'm just going to start. And, of course, I take the lesson, and they're like, okay, start small, like, practice on paper, all of this. And then I was, it was literally two days later. I was like, I ordered a pair of cleats, Dad, and I'm mm-hmm. start. And he was like, Carly, like, listen to what they told you. And I was like, no, like, I'm just going to do what I want. And I did it, and they came out good. And it's just kind of all spiraled from there. You know, sometimes it just takes, you know, taking that initiative and just diving headfirst into it to, you know, really get good at something. So I appreciate that and admire that. Um, and then, you know, you, you did your capstone uh, with the New York Lizards and you kind of, you know, got in touch with some of these players on the team and you eventually connected with Jules Henningberg, um, you know, on his custom gloves and kind of took off from there. But was it difficult to kind of step out of your comfort zone and connect with these professional athletes? Yeah, it was definitely really easy when I was working for the Lizards because a lot of the front office staff was a little bit older. So it was easy for me to connect with the guys who were like closer to my age and they were definitely more interested in talking to me than somebody who's like 50 years old and doesn't understand what they need or want or whatever the case may be. So it was definitely easy for me to like form friendships and become friendly with a bunch of the players. And then I guess just from there, I guess I would say I gained like a lacrosse following on Instagram and people kind of knew who I was and they would see that a bunch of the pros followed me. And this was like even on my personal account before I was doing gloves and cleats seriously, but Mm-hmm. So they kind of just knew who I was from there. And then as soon as I started doing gloves and shoes and cleats and more professional athletes tailored things, they kind of were all on board and really supportive about that as well. That's awesome. And, yeah, you know, I think our my first exposure was your uh, Juke Lab gloves for Jules Henningberg um, that he wore, you know, in the PLL this year. Um, I thought, you know, those look great. And then you, you told me, too, that after that, you, could, you know, started getting calls, I think, from uh, Jared Newman, and I think you did cleats for Greg Renlian. Um, so let's, you know, discuss how you connected with those athletes uh, this summer, and then our, your biggest, most recent news of your partnership with Epic Lacrosse. Um, you know, how did that partnership come about? Yeah, so for the most part, I was trying to determine what athletes I thought would be a good fit for my stuff. And one of the things that the PLL does so well is that they promote their players and their individuality and being creative and everything. So I thought that this was really a good place for me to showcase my stuff and allow a player to tell their story through cleats or gloves. And initially I had spoken with Jules about doing cleats and we kind of hit a wall and we hadn't really decided anything that we definitely like wanted to move forward with. And then, as soon as he signed with Epic for his partnership, we started talking about doing custom gloves and we kind of told his story of who he is as a person and all these things that like got him to this point. So his gloves had like the Rutgers logo on in New Jersey mm-hmm. and just all these little things about him. And it was so subtle that 
you wouldn't realize it from afar, but when you look closely at the gloves, you see all these like tiny little things, and that's kind of what we wanted was like all these little details that build up and make a full person or make the gloves look how they look. And then from there, Jared reached out to me. He wanted gloves after that, so we did a bomb squad theme for him because that was like the big trending thing at that point of the summer, and we Mm -hmm. included all the names and numbers of the bomb squad and kind of just made it all about them and their camaraderie together. And from there, I just kind of started speaking with the people at Epic. I actually met the CEO at Championship Weekend, so that was awesome. And we just had always been in contact since then and just formed this partnership where I'm doing a lot of custom work for them and a bunch of different partnership stuff. We actually have a bunch of giveaways coming up soon. One is actually, I think, going live tonight. So hopefully everybody listening will enter all of those giveaways and see if you can get your hands on a pair of custom painted gloves. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. No, I, we, we've spoken with James uh, on the phone and, uh, you know, he's just been great. He's helped us out with our fantasy lacrosse uh, thing that we're doing, you know, here at Pro Lacrosse Talk. So you can just tell that Epic's, you know, very innovative in their thinking and their partnerships. And, you know, it's great to see you partnering with them and doing such great work with them. I know you talked a little bit about, um, you know, starting your business right off the bat. Um, and I know you've also, you know, put out on social media that sometimes people have doubted, like, the viability of your business and stuff. So who's really influenced you to ignore those doubters and, and keep pushing through? Yeah, I mean, there were a ton of people who, through college and everything, would say, like, I can't believe you're running your own business. Like, it's just not going to be successful. Maybe it'll be, like, a fun side hustle through college and stuff like that. And, I mean, it definitely was. But now that I'm starting to focus on it more full-time, it's definitely, like, a viable option to keep doing and I'm trying to make it a full-time living so it's definitely a lot of work but again I think that kind of comes back to that athlete's mentality of just kind of persevering and when somebody tells you that you can't do something it almost makes you want to do it more and prove them wrong and just silence all the doubters or critics yeah no I love that you know it's kind of you know an entrepreneurial type of uh, mindset too we kind of see you kind of see similarities from an athlete's mind to an entrepreneur's mind as well and I think that's kind of what you are too and in, in starting this business and making all these connections with so many people in the, the sports world and um, you know we, we hope it continues to grow and maybe you know extends beyond lacrosse I know you're a big Islanders fan as well so maybe you know you get into some of the hockey realm I don't know if that's something on your radar yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm literally watching the game right now as we speak, so definitely on my radar and would love to work with hockey players especially, but other sports would be so fun. I know somebody who is, like, really into the custom sneaker game is Clint Frazier on the Yankees, so I'm also a oh, yeah. fan of, so he's, like, really big on the sneaker game, so I've been trying to get connected with him, but we'll see. I think there will be a break into another sport sooner rather than later. Yeah, no, that's awesome. We we wish you the best of luck. Um, my final question for you, we we pose this kind of for um the athletes on our show. We we tend to ask them what's some advice they have, you know, for people that want to be professional athletes one day. But for me, I'll ask you, uh, what is some advice you have for someone interested in creating, you know, uh, a business like yours where you know it doesn't have to be specifically creating custom apparel, but any business. Like, what is some what's some advice you have for somebody that? is thinking about starting their own business, what would you tell them uh, to get them motivated to starting it? I feel like it's very cliche, but I would say just go for it. I really, like, didn't have anything figured out at all. I had no business plan when I first started. I really had no idea what I was doing. I kind of just 
got out of control from when I first started painting sneakers, and it just spiraled from there. When I first made my own pair, I had no intention of doing it as a business, and it kind of just went from there. So I say just, like, dive in and figure it out along the way. That's probably not the best way to go about it. I mean, maybe having a business plan or some plan of action is a good idea, but honestly, if you feel passionate about it, I say just start. You know, that's great. I mean, that's half the battle, I feel like, sometimes is just starting and, you know, like you said, just kind of putting putting the blinders on and just going in and working hard and, you know, even if it, you know, means working till late in the night and only getting two hours of sleep sometimes, you know, if you're really passionate about something, that's what you need to do and, you know, you'll kind of find that if you do truly feel strongly about doing something, it's all worth it in the end. So I think that's some great advice, Carly. Um, but, well, Carla, this has been great. Um, remind people where they can find you online. You can find me at Kicks by Carly on Instagram. My website is kicksbycarly.com, and, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> All right, well, thank you again, Carly, for coming on. Best of luck with the business, and we look forward to seeing what uh, Kicks by Carly has coming up. Thank you so much. Today's show is being brought to you in part by Stitcher Premium. You can use Stitcher Premium to listen to shows ad-free such as Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, Wolverine the Lost Trail, or our favorite, The Fantasy Footballers. For only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, and comedy albums. Better yet, if you go over to stitcher.com premium and use the promo code lacrosse today, you can get one month free. So head on over to Stitcher, sign up, and get your free trial today.